0: Ain't it a blessing We made it out of Lansing After all that happened After Michigan State After Hubbard When our men saw on us It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast For today, Tuesday, July 16th I'm Donald Ware We're going to take a look At the Kentucky State Thoroughbreds It's been You know, a bit of a struggle. I mean, if you look at the thoroughbreds and you go back a couple of years ago, the thoroughbreds were in the SIAC championship game. I mean, you know, I I hate to say it, but almost really by default because of the way that the SIAC uh, determined the champion from each division. So instead of looking at the totality of play in the SIAC, what the SIAC did was just look at the division record and there were only maybe four division games you would play and so Kentucky State did what it needed to do i mean at the end of the day they were crowned the eastern division they are the western division champions i should say uh, by virtue of beating the teams that they needed to in fact beat it was only a conference schedule of like four four games or something like that but they did what they needed to do but You know, having talked with Charlie Jackson at the SIAC Media Day last week, I mean, I'm I'm very impressed uh, with him. I don't know if it's going to be a really quick turnaround for Kentucky State, um, but, you know, I'm impressed with him and some of the things I think he can do for the thoroughbreds. Let's step aside. Let's take a break. Let's come back. Charlie Jackson, the head football coach at Kentucky State, is going to join us on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. presented. On the Box to Row Sports Network. This is Donald Ware. Join me on Saturday, July the 20th from 12 to 2 at Zwelli's Kitchen in Durham for the fourth HBCU countdown to kickoff. Coaches from Elizabeth City State, Fayetteville State, North Carolina Central, Livingstone, Chowan, Shaw, and St. Augustine's will be in the building as we talk about their upcoming seasons. Show your pride for your school. I hope to see you Saturday, July 20th at 12 noon at Zwelli's Kitchen in Durham, 4600 Durham Chapel Hill Boulevard. That's Suite 26 in Durham for the fourth box to row HBCU football. Countdown to kickoff.
1: BoxToRow.com box is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the Game of the Week featured to interviews. To the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. BoxToRow.com has you covered. <laughs> Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? Box to row.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams. And weekly media coaches' polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And box to row.com Your HBCU sports leader
0: Charlie Jackson is in his first season as the head football coach at Kentucky State. Joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily podcast. So, what is it like your first time at one of these if in the SIC? That is, you've been coaching football a long time. We'll talk more about that. But what, what, your thoughts? What do you? What do you like? What's What's good about the atmosphere here?
1: Well, I think the newness and the energy. Um, you know, now there's a sense that you know coming from the NFL and that type of thing that you're just going to snap your fingers and all of a sudden things are going to come into place, and that's not necessarily the case. You have to embrace the grind, and we talk a lot about individuals having the individual work ethic, tenacity, and adaptive capacity needed to be successful. We talk about personal responsibility in that in order to achieve our goals, we have to maximize our individual potential. And so with that being said, we have to identify the guys that are going to be leaders, the guys that are uh, have an attitude of eliteness. Uh, this is not a club sport. Uh, this, is, um, this is the real deal. This is college football, um, and this is a priority for us in that we want to develop a winner, a winner on the football field and a winner off the football field. Every coach in America, I think, will universally Acknowledge that you want your players to be more successful in life for having been a part of the program. I think that's just standard procedure. But what you want to do as well is motivate them long term to be leaders, not just successful long term. We want elite level leadership, guys that will make a, a legacy, have a legacy of impact off the field for the long term. Guys that are going to take the bull by the horns in life and establish themselves as men of character and integrity.
0: That's a that's a great what I mean that was outstanding what you just said. A lot of times coaches talk and I look at the players and they just said these guys were hanging on to what you were saying. So I mean, it just shows the intensity and, and, and so forth that you have. So give us a little bit about your background. I know you've been in the National Football League, been with the Atlanta Falcons the last couple of years, but, uh, you know, and is this your first head coaching job?
1: This is my first head coaching job. Um, I started off as a volunteer at UCLA, you know, seemingly a billion years ago. And that has taken me, you know, as you see my background in in the NFL, and I I talked a little bit earlier uh, on the stage about, you know, I was with the Green Bay Packers when we drafted Aaron Rodgers, and I was with the Seattle Seahawks when we drafted Russell Wilson. So, um, you know, I've I've been around the block concerning that, uh, living from Los Angeles, California, to Atlanta, Georgia, to Logan, Utah, to Green Bay, Wisconsin, to Denver, Colorado to now Frankfort, Kentucky, okay? So, so um, you know, and, and everywhere in between. Uh, and that's just, you know, the life that, um, you know, I've been blessed with and have chosen to live. Um, you know, that has helped me establish uh, myself having been around elite level football coaches and Hall of Fame coaches on the um, college level and on the pro level. It's helped me to grow and mature in all aspects of my life and certainly as a coach. Um, You know, I also have um, uh, got a chance to serve uh, at the NCAA National Headquarters on that staff. And, you know, that gave me a breadth of knowledge and experience that I also think will be very beneficial as we seek to advance our program um, and and push us towards uh, eliteness uh, as we continue to grow. Um, You know, but ultimately, I think it's all about getting guys like this that are committed to a high level of achievement. If you don't have players, you know, you probably heard the term. It's not the X's and O's, it's the Johnny's and Joe's. Well, that's just a fact. And we want to associate ourselves with guys that are, you know, not perfect, okay? Uh, you know, I, I'm not perfect. And, you know, if you've been around me more than five seconds, you know that I don't walk on water and, and, and don't come close. But we want to have guys, whether it be coaching staff, whether it be players, whether it be administrative support personnel, Uh, you know anybody in our football operation we want guys that we talk about competing against perfection everything that we do we're trying to do it right and do it at the highest level possible but we recognize that hey you know what you know perfection may not happen but excellence will do and we're perfectly fine falling back to that (laughs) nothing wrong with that so tell me talk about the players Tell me who you
0: brought and the expectations for them in 2019.
1: Well, this is uh, a cornerback. Both of these guys are juniors. Cornerback Xavier Johnson uh, is a junior that has been able to step up for us and demonstrate uh, everything that we needed to see from a leadership perspective and um, uh, uh, an intensity perspective and a commitment perspective throughout the spring. And Eliza Hernandez, who is an offensive lineman, uh, and he possesses those same qualities. So uh, I'm glad to have them with me today representing Kentucky State football. What um, tell me
0: about the, the, the defensive second like that's what you coached the last couple of years you've had you had an outstanding I mean elite level guys that have played. so how is that that defensive
1: backfield looking in 2019? We have a lot of growing to do. We were able to establish a foundation in the spring because um, I'm a fundamentalist just by nature and you know Elijah bless his, uh, and, and Xavier bless his heart. Um, you know, they understand how detailed I can be, um, you, you know, in, in excruciating detail. Uh, I literally uh, believe in coaching every step on a football field. And that's the only way I know that, you know, you, you have to get guys obviously that are committed, but you have to train them on the field so that when game day happens, you know, we put them in position to be successful, that they understand how to react, what to see, how to read, what to read, et cetera. Um, And so, you know, you can't, through 15 spring practices, you you obviously can't um, uh, become, you know, an expert uh, when it comes to defensive back play, et cetera. But I think we have a foundation, and we're just going to continue to work and continue to grind.
0: For for you kind of coming in, like there have been some guys that have played. One guy that comes to mind also, Brett Sylvie, I think. But he was, I think he got hurt last year, but he had a really good season in 2017. So, you know, talk about maybe how he – may come back and what you've seen from him in the spring and the impact he may have in 2019.
1: You're right in that Brett um, got hurt early on in the um, uh, 2018 season, and he spent a lot of the offseason season condition, conditioning program rehabbing uh, because we didn't want any setbacks. Uh, he was limited um, at the start of spring practice as well, and we really monitored uh, his day-to-day activities and uh, kind of put, put him on a rep count. And by the end, he was feeling good about himself. Um, you know, had you know, He uh, tweaked, uh, tweaked the other knee, if I'm not mistaken, or hamstring uh, towards um, the end of the spring practice. And we kept him out of the uh, spring game, our, our spring showcase, uh, just to be uh, cautious. But um, we're looking forward to him uh, establishing a role as a leader on the football team, but more importantly, rather than establishing a role as a leader, we need him to lead himself same with these guys lead yourself individual responsibility maximize your own potential and ultimately we think we can bring this thing together and and be a long-term success
0: then lastly who are some of the other guys that you're expecting to step up for you this year
1: well I think um we have been able to uh... recognize that you know we've got a lot of returners and having been a part of kentucky state university and you know the, the um, you know frankly the last couple of years hasn't been where it needed to be so with that being said All of our guys have a chip on their shoulder, and they're motivated to kind of get that bad taste out of their mouths. So everyone across the board, without me highlighting uh, specific people, have had the right attitude. Um, You know, the people that we finished the spring practices with, uh, and having our one-on-one meetings, we talked about what needed to be done. done, uh, You know, finishing you know the the school year academically and throughout summer school, etc. What would needed to be um, what we would consider a a success um, you know, with regard to weight training and strength and conditioning training throughout the summer. So we've had the right attitude, and um, I think um, that is a lot of the success equation are you committed individually? Do you have the mindset? Are you able to accept the coaching and accept the, the challenge and, and across the board, uh, I, I, I obviously, you know, I brought these guys with me. You talked about Brett and we have a couple of people, uh, you know, Chris Roberts is also, um, um, you know, selected preseason all conference team, et cetera. But I think across the board, we've got guys that have the commitment and, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see where we go from here. Okay. Good luck, Coach. Thank you very much. So that's a look at Kentucky
0: State Again, Very impressed with Charlie Jackson, the new head football coach there at uh, in, uh, of course, Frankfort, Kentucky, for Kentucky State tomorrow on Wednesday. We're going to take a look at Central State, who had a very solid 2018. A uh, so, uh, somewhat of a surprising 2018. He's got one of the best wide receivers in the country. Returning and uh very much looking forward to you joining us tomorrow either by downloading the podcast uh or listening uh right on our website at boxtoro.com. Yeah, Talking with you, you, like you tomorrow. Lady, lady, you burned out cremation. You burned Make it create Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Throw that back, back bouquet. bouquet Call me and I can get it to